And <laughs> just call him up and be like, hey, are you relative like John Davis died in like 1882? Guys, that actually I, is John. I do, yeah. I do believe I am. I have him on Ancestry.com. It's like, well, would you come by? I just bought a house and your fucking great grandfather <laughs> is just lying down back there and it's fucking bothering me, man. I want to put a pool in his dead bodies in the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking weekend and Bernie's <laughs> He, he fucking put a pool in anyway. He just dragged the body out and sit him in a chair out there. It's like, he's having a better life now. It's not much of a lawn ornament, but around Halloween. It's great. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Get Lost Podcast. Uh, this is going to be a special one because it's going to actually fall out on Halloween, which is when you're going to be listening to this. Um, tonight, I have... I am Count Keith. Ah, ah, ah. And I'm Dustin. And I'm Ryan, and we're going to be talking about... Uh, Worst scary names ever. Yeah. 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 Seriously, this is supposed to be the spooky podcast. Well, to be fair, Ryan's pretty scary if you run into a bunch of frat kids that are all named Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's a ramming group of Ryan's. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, Halloween stuff, st- uh, scary stories, horror movies... Whatever we want, however we do it. Alright, so quick survey. Best horror movie you've ever seen. Like not not necessarily the scariest, just your favorite horror movie you've ever seen. I, just, I mean for me, classic wise, I was always a big fan of just the uh the Halloween one and two, the original ones. Oh yeah. Yeah. And my my reason for it is like I'm not I'm so I I'm not a huge slasher kind of fan, but that type of slice or slasher movie is much more like fun for me because a wonderful score absolutely amazing score for the movie mm-hmm. yeah. two you have a guy that's walking around in a uh james t kirk mask <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, yeah, i forgot about yeah, that yeah. but and then the best part about that was um so not only does he have this like crazy old like mask that fit perfectly for the movie but I always liked the fact that like Michael Myers was just completely unstoppable, like, and he wasn't like a runner. That was my favorite thing because he just again, walked everywhere. Yeah, like as a fat kid, I have to keep saying this: I don't like running in horror movies because I know I would die. So for me, watching like um, the Halloween movies, I always enjoyed like the he was just unstoppable and he just kept coming. Like you knock you knock this motherfucker out of the second floor window. And then, like, a second later, you look out there, and the motherfucker's gone. Like, I love that. I love the unstoppable, I'm just going to keep coming for you guy. You know what I mean? So you're like uh, one of the characters from the Friday the 13th video game, where you can run for two seconds until your stamina runs out. Yeah, I'm pretty much. (sighs) Yeah, there's a killer after me, but it's too much work. Yeah. But see, the good part about that is he's not going to run until he gets within, like, jogging distance anyway, so... You know, for him, he's just going to be quietly walking across the field, so I can grab a breather and try to start jogging again. <laughs> there was a unless uh, he picks something up and throws it at you, because that man's got an arm. Oh yeah, it's an itch in the back of the motherfucking head, and, and it's that's not going to go through. Yet. That's why the game needs the wheelchair character. I'm saying it again because he would have <laughs> tremendous upper body strength. He would be able to catch it. <laughs> what about for you? Yeah, for me, I'd have to go with the Grudge. As I said in... Uh, Not a fan of creepy Japanese kids? <laughs> uh, more, more just the screaming cat sound that he made. Oh, yeah. The little yeah. kid shriek. Yeah. 
Well, in, especially since I have a cat at home that makes that sound. <laughs> uh, that reminds me of all the messed up stuff I did to an old roommate. He saw the ring, so went to their computer, put the ring video as their screensaver, <laughs> password locked the computer, and hid, made it so that when it was up, you had to hit control delete to even bring the password box up. They turn their computer on and see that, and she starts freaking out. I, I swear to God, The Ring was the funniest fucking movie I ever yeah. saw in life. I was not scared at all about that movie. No. It was fucking hilarious, though. When the fucking horse flips off the goddamn boat. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking lost it. I'm not saying, I'm not advocating that I want horses to die, either. I like horses. They're very yes, pretty Yes, you animals. are. You totally want horses to die, you sick fucker. All right, you got me. <laughs> but yeah, that, that part alone was fucking funny, man. Just like, yeah, just like, name, just like, whoop! <laughs> my yeah. thing about the ring though is after seeing it it was you know the seventh day after seeing it i was riding in the back seat of my parents car and we were driving through these orchards and i happened to glance out the window and there's just this random tv sitting out in this orchard late at night playing static no one else <laughs> around it's just a random I... tv playing static in an orchard but it's not like she put the TV out there. Yeah. <laughs> no, but still, at, when you see something where their portal into this world is the TV, and you just see a random TV in the middle of nowhere, that's kind of unsettling. Yeah, but then you start thinking about it more, and you're like, okay, well, you know, she probably would have had to, like, pop through another TV, talk to Dave, be like, hey, Dave, can you run this TV out? <laughs> Uh, on, uh, well, like, a Sunday, if you is don't mind. Is it just, mind. like, Samara is getting hungry at the bottom of the well? <laughs> yeah. She just pops out of this orchard? Ooh, apples are in season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, apple a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> I, I'm sure she would love to have a doctor come and get her out of that well. <laughs> but, uh, for me, I have to go with the original Alien. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Except jazz hands. Yeah, my jazz hands. But okay, I have no, to rewatch that so I can see the jazz hands part you guys are oh, talking you, about. You haven't, seen, you haven't seen the original one? I, I saw the original one, but I don't know the jazz hands part. When so I have to rewatch it. It's in the vent, right? It's in the vent, yeah. yeah. It's when the guy with the... Um, the it's the captain, I think, right? Like yeah. The leader of it. When he's wandering through the vents. And like, you see the tracker and you see like the little dot. Like you know, He's always afraid he's getting closer. And then all of a sudden it's like right on top of him. And he turns around, the fucking alien is in the tunnels, and he just goes, and does like, <laughs> like literally starts shaking its jazz hands. Yeah, does jazz hands. Well, maybe the alien's just a fan of D&D, and it's going, praise Loth. Mm-hmm. But no, it was just like, the tubing and stuff like that in the ship looking kind of similar to its body, You never seeing the full thing. Yeah. The chest burster scene, like... <laughs> not telling the you know cast what they're doing so that oh, when yeah. it happens it oh, just yeah. scares the ever-living shit out of them so they actually have real legitimate you know shock and terror on their face yeah when you have something that becomes as iconic as the chestburster scene yeah yeah that's that's saying something right there i'll tell you that like i mean if if we were putting my uh to my for another movie like Alien, Alien was is scary. Yeah. Granted, I give it that. But fucking Event Horizon to this oh, day. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, it, Event it, Horizon yeah. messes with your brain. Yeah, that shit's not fucking funny. Like, cause yeah. I've seen a lot. Of, I mean, I don't like horror movies, 
I've seen a lot of them, but that particular horror movie, I don't know what it is because like you tell anybody about it, it's like yeah, it's about this crew that's going to find like a ship near Neptune that came back, and they're all like, oh, sci-fi, like that's not scary. And I'm like, no, watch the movie, it's scare yeah. the fuck out of you. Like it's not normal, it fucks with you, it's crazy, it's scary. Never yeah. talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now with Event Horizon. The ending to that, there's kind of a discussion about what's going on there because, yeah, you you think that they've escaped and everything. They got half a ship that they're flying. You know, cue Obi-Wan saying, it's okay, we're still flying half a ship. Yeah. But, you know, the rescue team come and f- comes and finds them. They're like, okay, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, we're the rescue team. We're here to save you. Camera starts to pan out, and as it exits the room they're in, the door closes. Some people say, yeah, they're fine, they escaped. Others say that door closes is, you know, symbolic of them not actually escaping. They're, you know, just being fucked with and being led to believe they're being saved when they're about to die horribly. Hey, yeah, I mean, it could be. It's a fairly big trope of horror movies is to leave it open to where they could die. Yeah. I mean... I was yeah. just wondering, you know, your thoughts on that. Do you think they actually escaped, or do you think that they're dead? They all sorts of dead. I mean, I would like to go with the escape, mainly because, like, I think the whole, like, the whole idea, and this is going to be a spoiler part, I don't care, the movie's like 20, 30 years old anyway, <laughs> but the whole idea behind it is, like, obviously, the Event Horizon, which is the ship that they're going to find, has a new type of drive that supposedly takes them to hell or like the idea of hell or something like that mm-hmm. comes back. The ship is now haunted possessed. or possessed. Yeah. Of something. So like, cause I mean, they make the comment one time. They believe that the ship itself is alive. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's the thing that's fucking with them. So, I mean, if that's the case, like the door closing the way it does at the end, the idea that, you know, Hey, there's more people now that are going to get fucked with? Yeah, it's definitely a possibility. And on the other side, like, Lawrence Fisher made it perfectly clear that he was going to blow the fuck out of that ship and get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. You know, so hopefully maybe they made it out alive. But, yeah, I think it's one of those, it's like the, um, what's that one movie? Uh, Inception? Where yeah. they leave it open at the end? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Is it real or was it all in his head? Who knows? Yeah. I, I'm not overly fond of the whole, we leave it open to your interpretation ending. Yeah. Because that's just yeah. kind of lazy to me. It's like, we didn't want to write an ending to this, so we're just going to leave it up to you to write the ending in your head. Yeah. Well, I mean, horror movies have a terrible problem with that in general, though. Like, yeah. they, they have a terrible problem of just, in general, like... So, it's over. Or is it? Yeah, because I mean, dun, like... Dun. They also do the whole thing of like the the a lot of times these days they'll market a movie as being like a super scary horror movie and then you watch it and it's more of like a oh it's a personal conflict movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like, did you guys see uh, It Comes at Night? Nah, no. There's, I mean, if you watch the trailers, like it's marketed as something like scary is you know like a monster or horror or something is coming. Like, there's like disease or mm-hmm. you know, this. We watched it recently, and the end of it, again, this is a spoiler, and I feel bad because this movie is still fairly, like, newer, but I don't I don't really care, because the movie is essentially, like, conflicted, personal conflict, is what it is. Like, it's people that are surviving 
So, like, everybody's, like, wary of each other and that kind of thing. And then the end of it is, like, no, there there was no monster, like, outside. There wasn't anything that was, like, you know, crazy. It was literally, like, this kid was sick. And the personal conflict of him being sick caused this outside conflict with everyone in the house that resulted in, like, multiple deaths. So, by the end of it, I was just, like, well, nothing came at night, you shits, except bad <laughs> dreams. Like, that's what came, like. Yeah, but that that's something that's a, you know it's, that's what horror movies do. Is like sometimes they're not, it's not a monster or anything. They try right. to make it out like, oh, the monster is you, or or well, mankind. Well, that's what I learned from watching Scooby Doo as a child. There are no real monsters. <laughs> yeah. The monsters are man. It's old man dithers. <laughs> and I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids <laughs> and your stupid dog. Yeah, I, I can say that at work, and the young kids I work with don't get it. <laughs> Um, but I, I mean, yeah, there's still a lot of good horror movies out there, though. I mean, you guys yeah. ever see Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Yes, oh, love it. Hell yeah, that is something I would definitely recommend people watch as a Halloween movie if you don't want to see something actually scary. Yeah, just because of how awesome it is. I, 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 just, I oh, go ahead. I was gonna say it's just like it takes all the tropes of you know horror movie just. No, it's all just a big misunderstanding. Yeah. Hillbilly running through the woods, wielding a chainsaw, screaming like crazy, while there's this teenager running away from him. They kind of meet up as they're running past each other and just kind of exchange these confused looks. <laughs> yeah, and the only reason he's running and screaming is because he's being chased by bees. Yeah. <laughs> Not because he's crazy. Well, uh, one of the movies I was, I was, I was a huge fan, still am, of, uh, the Scream series, actually. Okay, yeah. And yeah. I think the reason for it was like I don't I don't like generic slasher movies. Like, um, I think there was one that came out a while ago, saw so like My Valentine or something like that. My bloody Valentine. Like, yeah, back when you were younger, I think. But like that type of movie doesn't do anything for me. But if you if you fuck with the normal like I- ideas behind a movie, then I get really behind that type of horror movie. Like. I love I love Scream because they played with all the tropes and they did everything like, you know, the kid watching Halloween or whatever being like, he's right behind you when the killer himself in the movie is literally is right, right behind, behind you. Him. Yeah. And I mean that so that that type of thing really. And I like the the first one was really great. The second one was okay. The third one was trash. Yeah. The fourth one brought it back to being like a pretty interesting movie again. But that type of movie and like I know what you did last summer was pretty interesting. Urban Legend was another one like during the nineties that came mm-hmm. out. Like I love those type of movies that are still slasher flicks at their heart, but they're fun slasher. Flicks. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they they actually have like an idea behind it. Right? Like one it's of the not ones just that yeah pointless slaughter. Yeah, because one of the ones that I found interesting. There's a trailer recently that I've seen a couple of times where it's like. It's almost like a, a slasher Groundhog Day. Have you guys seen this? Oh, yeah, this? Happy yeah. Death Day. Yes, yeah. Like, the first time I saw that, I was like, fuck, man, I'd go see that. Like, that sounds awesome. Like, you know, you keep getting killed, and then you come back, and it happens again. Like, this is going to end up like the the Tom Cruise movie, like, Live, Die, Repeat. Like, Oh, oh, Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, Edge yeah. of Tomorrow, yeah. Like, at the end of the movie, she's just going to be, like, decked out crazy person, like, <laughs> slaughtering this killer. <laughs> um... <clears throat> They're actually playing that at the drive-in theater out where I live, and 
I was curious to see that they're doing a double feature, that and Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> nice. And then tomorrow they were going to show the original black and white Night of the Living Dead. Oh, cool. And they're coming to get you. <laughs> they're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> yes, the good one where, spoiler alert, everyone dies. We, we should probably just go ahead and do like a blanket spoiler alert for everything. This is going to be pretty spoily. Yeah. We should yeah. just go ahead and say that. The black guy we... lives only to get lynched. <laughs> no, he doesn't get lynched. Is he really he... about racism? He doesn't get lynched. He gets shot in the face. Or, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, because he's black. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because it's like kind of a. You don't actually see it in the movie. It's just kind of credits are playing and you see still images of. He gets shot in the face, they go in, drag his body out, put it on the fire. Which really kind of makes it more atmospheric than watching it as part of the movie. Yeah. Because, yeah. you, you know, the movie goes up to, he comes out of the basement, and they see him. And you think, oh, okay, everything's going to be great. Oh, he got shot in the face. What? Oh, God, what am I watching? Yeah. Well, I, I know, um, so along those lines, like, uh, I like the whole atmospheric kind of parts of horror movies anyway, versus like actually explaining or showing the killer. You like the art versus the arterial spray, as they say? Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Cause like, I mean, going back to one of my favorite ones, Halloween, like, you don't really know Michael Myers' like reasoning for this. Like, I mean, they talk about it a little bit that he like wound up in a, mental institution he's coming back for his sister that kind of thing like mm-hmm. that's fine but well, he was batshit crazy to begin with yeah they don't they don't have to explain too much about it it's not like it's not like they explain later on in the movie like oh his parents were really into satan worship and they you know this kid's like the kid from omen like no it's it it's a crazy ass fucking kid that turns into a crazy ass fucking man that gets out and does crazy ass fucking shit on halloween well they did you know. kind of go into that in the later movies like five and six when they're saying oh he's you know the spirit of halloween he's a revenant brought back by the cult of sam hine to slaughter people on halloween yeah yeah but i mean halloween's not about that sam hine is another name for the holiday and it's not about that it's just but that's five and six we'll we'll (laughs) Well, because we'll give horror movies a good one and two, and then and then we'll they start to kind of go downhill. Because yeah. like, I, well, no, yeah, was the third night? one they actually tried to move away from that and set up, you know, kind of a Halloween anthology. I want to say, yeah, to where you know they, it's just a bunch of separate Halloween stories versus one long Halloween story. Yeah, but they realized that didn't work, so they went back to Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's because like I uh, so one and two, I think. The reason they're my favorite is because it's, it's a, it's literally one and two. It's part one and part two of the story, because part one ends with Lori going to the hospital. Part two starts with Lori in the hospital following mm-hmm. this shit, and Michael shows up at the hospital, and you know they go through like the whole thing again. That was cool. That was a good idea. They kind of did that with uh, Friday the Thirteenth when they went from three to four. Yeah, is you know, three. They kill Michael, or not Michael, uh, Jason. Jason. Yeah. Take him to the hospital, and then he wakes up in the hospital, come, kills people, and comes back. Yeah. Well, see, like, and that's another movie that I really liked, one and two, because uh, Friday the Thirteenth, first one, the first one is his his mother. Yes. Which yeah. is great. That was dude. That was a cool idea. Like, 
yeah, don't make don't make it about some like crazy guy yet. Just give us like his mother, which they did, and then and then later you get the you know unstoppable crazy machete wielding Jason, you know that raises out of the fucking water, which somehow is a grown man. <laughs> <laughs> Magic. Magic. <laughs> yeah, so the fish kept him alive. Like we must preserve this human. <laughs> he basically becomes Aquaman. Yeah, messed up zombie Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jason's mom needs to be a special character you can unlock for the Friday the Thirteenth game. I th- is she not? Because like not, I, not that I know of. I saw that uh, some. Well, maybe it's him wearing the. Is, yeah, there's there him wearing the wears... hockey mask, and then there's the Friday the 13th Part 2 version, which is him with the, the sackcloth head. But uh, doesn't he have the the like sweater or something as well that she wore? Maybe not? I know there's know. several skins for him in that. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, like I, I feel like someone made the comment about they had just seen like Friday the 13th for the first time, like that costume was in the camp. I can't remember. Well, I know there's a part you can find on the map where it's like his shrine to his dead mother. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's from uh, from part two where he has her severed head and the sweater. <laughs> but a comment I'd heard was they need to make the Jason X skin and oh, have, have a map yeah. in space where he's slaughtering space teens. <laughs> Dude, that was that was a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad movie. It, so bad. It had parts of it that were awesome in their stupidness. Yeah, like the simulation. So of, bad, it's good. Simulation of Camp Crystal Lake, and they have the two holo- hologram teens. Hey, would you like to join us for some smoking of the marijuana or some unprotected sex? We love unprotected sex. <laughs> Like, all of the people in there were, like, wearing the most skimpiest 90 outfits ever as well. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, two, early 2000s. I can't remember when that movie came out. It's that bad, you just want to forget. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I just... I don't know. The one that's so ones. bad, I want to forget it. Thanks Killing 3. You guys ever see the Thanks Killing movies? No. No. <laughs> uh Thanks Killing 1, I, I was able to watch because uh, Achievement Hunter had their theater mode video for it. I take it back, I have seen it, because yeah, I do remember that now. And then there was Thanks Killing 3, which is the th- search for Thanks Killing 2. Yeah. A movie so bad, it skipped its own sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is one of those moments where you wish you could delete save files from your brain. <laughs> because there's a whole two humans in the movie and everything else is puppets. Yeah, because it's like, isn't it like a turkey? Yes, it's a killer turkey. Yeah. yeah. No, wait, no, wait. There's three humans in Thanksgiving 3 because, you know, the very first shot you have is boobs. <laughs> Both of them open up with a close-up oh, shot of right, boobs. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, I was, uh, one of the worst ones I saw was, it was like bad but good. Um, I was down at a buddy's house, and uh, he had put on. It was like a Santa killing one, where like oh, um, it had the it had a wrestler in it, like yeah, Goldberg or something like that. That was playing Santa Claus. It's not the the newer one they have now. Krampus, is it? No, no, no. no, no. Okay. This this is like 
Santa. Like Santa gets pissed and goes off. Santa sleigh ride or something. <laughs> something yeah. like that, man. The only uh, Christmas-themed horror movie I know, aside from the aforementioned Krampus, was, I think it's called, like, Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> I, lo- I love it when companies just don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, so Dave, what do you want to make today? And he's like, ah, how about gingerbread killing guy? How about that? He goes out there and kills people. It's like, it's a gingerbread guy? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we got money yeah. for it. It's in the budget. Is it a gingerbread man killing people, or is it somebody killing them and making them look like gingerbread man? Eh, either way works. How many Flip extras a coin. you got? Yeah. It's like, how many extras you got? Oh, we got like ten extras. All right, just film part one and part two at the same time. It's five each movie, okay? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Kind Have like a good the one. one that's coming out, Snowman or whatever. Is it a killer snowman, or is it a killer that's turning people into snowman? I don't give a shit. I don't think audiences give a shit because yeah. apparently that's like the worst movie of the year. <laughs> really? The snowman's doing really bad? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw a report yesterday where it's just like every critic is shitting on it. Like, everybody is shitting on it. Like, so not even Michael Fassbender could save it. I mean, to be fair, he couldn't save Assassin's Creed really either. You just know what? Recently. I saw Assassin's Creed and for what it was, it wasn't bad it wasn't for for a video game movie it wasn't bad it wasn't completely awful but it did it did spend a little too much time in the present not enough yeah. time in the in the part which everyone actually cares about i think you know awful video game movies could probably be its own podcast <laughs> so There's so we'll, many of them yes well i'll just say this and move away from it it wasn't a complete dumpster fire like it, most of them the dumpster was there it just wasn't on fire yet yeah <laughs> it, it wasn't super mario brothers bad yeah i mean it was made very well and it had uh the guy that played chalky white from boardwalk empire in there so i respect and omar from uh the wire yeah. i can't think of his name omar Cousin. well we could move this back to uh you know horror themed stuff by bringing up the Resident Evil movie series. I was just about to do that. The, uh, the only video game movie series that actually ended on its own terms. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when the first one came out, back when they were going for pseudo-horror instead of action, we went and we saw it, and it was like an 11 o'clock showing of it at night. Yeah. We get out of the theater, walk down, get to the parking lot, and boom! All the power goes out. <laughs> Not like they turn the lights off the theater. The entire area just gets hit with a blackout. Wow. <laughs> we get in the car and we start driving home. And it's like me with a large group of friends, so the car is completely packed. Yeah. Driving down like this normally like three lanes on each side of the road. No cars. Normally it's packed. Absolutely no cars going through, you know, stoplights that are off. And this is like a 15-minute drive back to our place. Get to some side roads, start going down. The side roads are now swarmed with cars for some odd reason that are normally nobody's on them. <laughs> I'm just looking at everyone. I'm like, I wonder if this is what people went through at the end of the Resident Evil movie when you know, the zombie outbreak happens. <laughs> and everybody in the car just stops and looks. And they're like, shut up! Now all we can think about is zombies bursting out of the woods. I'm like... Seriously, I mean, the power's going out, roads that are supposed to be busy aren't busy. How do we know that the roads that aren't busy that are now busy isn't because zombies are up ahead wrecking shit? They're like, shut up, and I just (laughs) kept going on and making the drive back even worse. Uh, You know, when when I was younger, Resident Evil was the closest movie I had to a horror movie, and 
you know, I was single at the time. Well, I I just started dating this girl and I'd heard, oh, yeah, horror movies are a great way to, you know, get a girl close to you and everything. So, all right, sure, I'll throw on Resident Evil. It worked. By the end of the movie, she was in my lap seeking protection. So (laughs) there's a nice little tidbit for all you guys out there seeking a date. Put on a horror movie. (laughs) Get a girl in your lap. You're welcome. <laughs> to be fair, that that, uh, that first Resident Evil movie was actually good. Yeah, the first one was actually good. Like, yeah, they were trying and, to go for that, you know, the horror vibe that the games had at the time. Yeah, and then the games went to action. The movies went to action. Yeah, that, that first one though was a lot of fun. Freaking zombie dogs! <laughs> Don't care if it's in the movie or in the game. Those zombie dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Which I like that they actually used real dogs for yeah. the movie you know yeah. just covered them in zombie prosthetics it wasn't yeah. all, it wasn't cgi yeah it was actual dogs that they covered in prosthetics yeah, yeah. congratulations you've got you know, dobermans covered in zombie prosthetics chasing you <laughs> and then the game is just like how the hell did the zombie dog get into a goddamn ceiling vent <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, those games. Anytime you know you're walking past a window, it's like, all right, something's going to jump yeah, out the of there. Yeah, the camera at some angle point. changes, and you're like, freaking zombie or a zombie dog's going to come at me. Hey, look, there's a vent on the floor. It's going to be a zombie dog. No, a zombie dog came out of a ceiling tile. Why the fuck was it up there? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, game, I'm starting to hate you. You're giving me some issues. I think the uh, the scariest of the Resident Evil games was the second one, though. Yeah. Especially if you play through it once, and then, since it's two characters, you can play through it a second time as the other character. Yeah. And get their side of the story. Yeah. That second playthrough is intense. Because it's like, you're going through, all the the items you picked up in the first game are gone, and there's a new enemy coming after you that tyrant or whatever it was that that thing was just fucking unstoppable and it would pop up everywhere yeah there there was one scene where nemesis or whatever it was called where you're lowering we're talking about the third one it's like nemesis was the second one or third one yeah 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 yeah. whatever yeah yeah, tyrant was the second one yeah i can't remember his name yeah yeah. there's a scene where you're lowering a train car down an elevator shaft and you get stopped part way you have to get off, go into this little control room, start up the elevator again. And after you start it back up, you notice, oh, there's a little flickering light next to this monitor. I wonder what that does. You push the button. Oh, my God. Security footage of the tyrant walking up the hallway behind you. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. So, quick, change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, those games are great, man. They're, they're uh, definitely the definition of horror for a long time. Like, yeah. scared the fuck out of me, that's for sure. Well, We've got the one good alien, you know, video game that's, you know, kind of replaced that. Isolation. Isolation. Yeah. Which, yeah. it was good, but they don't know if they're going to bring it back for a sequel or not. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it could, but it, it just wind up as the, either a very reminiscent of the first one, or it'll wind up as a, you know... Colonial Marines, which is... Uh, <laughs> well, you know, maybe they'll make it like... You know, you had the first movie that was all, you know, scary, survival and everything. The movie was just action. Yeah. But it was still good. Yeah. So maybe yeah. that's what they'll do. They'll make an action alien game that's actually good. I did like the Alien vs. Predator game. Those games are fun. 
The oh, old okay. one from, like, the 90s. Yes, yes. Yeah. Early 2000s. Especially when you're playing as the human, and there's one scene I will always remember because I had my brother at the time who... Older brother, but he is a giant bag of wuss. Doug, if you're listening to this, you know you are. You used your own wife as a meat shield. But yeah, he was just sitting there over my shoulder like, watch, 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 watch this, watch this. Oh, look at the door. The alien's trying to break through. Oh, oh, the alien came through the ceiling. It psyched you out. Oh, that's so scary. <laughs> Doug, shut up. <laughs> You jumped yeah. at House on Haunted Hill. That movie was totally unscary. <laughs> the House on Haunted Hill. Was that the one that uh, was the remake? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie wasn't scary, but I actually did like... I liked those movies that came out of that company for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. It was like House on Haunted Hill. It was like 13 Ghosts. 13 Ghosts, Ghost. yeah. Another remake. There was the Ghost Ship one? Yeah. Yeah. And then... Uh, they were fun. The Haunting... I don't, I don't know if that was the same company, but I think that, that definitely... It was around the same yeah, time. Yeah, around the same yeah. time, yeah. Which, again, those are all remakes. You know, yeah. 13 Ghosts was one of the first movies to try 3D, yeah. like way back in the black and white days. And uh, House on Haunted Hill, their shtick was that while you're in the theater, you know, there's a scene where there's, of course, got this puppet skeleton walking through there being all scary. And then in the theater, they would actually have a puppet skeleton fly across the screen. <laughs> um, That's awesome. And uh, no, that was House on Haunted Hill. They had the skeleton. The Haunting, that one was great because you never actually saw anything scary. It was all completely atmospheric. Yeah. Yeah. For the... For the original movie? Yes. Yeah, because the second one had, like, the... the like, it possessed, like, a statue. Yes. Or something near the end. Yeah. The second one, not even Liam Neeson could save could it. Say, yeah. And Liam Neeson is an actor so awesome, he portrayed Jesus, basically. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I, I... I The House on High Hill, though, I like that one. Because I had, like, uh, Fonke Jansen, I think, for the second one. Uh, she was in there. That played the Xenia on top? Yes, yes. Yeah. Thunder Thighs, yeah. I always called her. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she was in there. I re- yeah, I really liked that movie. I used to watch that movie a lot, because I liked the soundtrack for it, too. It was mm-hmm. very, very good, just overall. But, and wow. it, uh, Jeffrey Rush, who was playing the character called Vincent Price, who yeah. Vincent Price was in the original House on Haunted Hill. Yeah. That dude was a master of horror in his time. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yeah. No, I remember going to see when they re-released Ex- or Exorcist at a local art house theater up at, you know, Blacksburg. We managed to get seats up in the upper balcony or whatever. There was only a few of us up there because <laughs> it wasn't a whole lot of seating. But the people who ran it, they actually had some of their employees go up there with, like, water pistols. Mm-hmm. So they gave them to us so that when the pea soup scene came... We could sit there and spray them down <laughs> on the people in the main seating and watch them freak out. That's funny. <laughs> Which was a lot of fun. See, they don't... That's something movie theaters have lost now, is little gimmicks like that. Like, you know, the flying skeleton, or uh, there was another black and white one. I want to say it was called, like, the Shocker or something like that. No, it had nothing to do with the hand gesture. <laughs> but there was... 
a little shtick they had where they put like electric buzzers in the seat to yeah. Yeah. it was just random seats they would trigger throughout the movie well it's like uh i think bush gardens had the interactive movie theater didn't it that it it moved like the platform moved for yeah. it, but it also had like something in the seating that would like shoot water or yes. mist or something like that up at you. spray mist at you like yeah. when the thing would hit you know, like if you were on all seeing a video of a water ride and it was a splash it would spray mist in your face and yeah. stuff like that that's pretty cool there yeah, was uh, I think that would have been like very useful for movies like Avatar to be honest like, Honey yeah, I Shrunk the Audience at Disneyland they had that same sort of thing yeah. where there's one point where mice would get loose and, you know, it's supposed to be like, oh, mice are running loose in the audience and there'd be little, like, things that would poke out from under the seat to, you know, jab you and make you think there's mice running around underneath you. That's funny. No, they, they still do that. They turned that ride, the last time I was there, into, um, ah, Lilo and Stitch, I cannot remember what his experiment name is. 626. Yeah, it was the 626 experience or whatever. And it was him breaking out of a jail cell. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. So everybody's in a circular theater, and the video thing is in the middle. But you would just sit there and see, like, a shadow of, like, Stitch running around. And then you would just hear him, like, crawling around. You sit there and feel some, like, brush up against your leg. Or you feel, like, you know, him breathing on your neck and stuff. Or, like, water would drip down like it's drooling on you. Yeah. Nice. So, I mean, they've kept that alive there. Nice use of the theater that used to have uh, Captain EO. Yeah. Yeah, that's the theater. Because I remember seeing Captain EO in there, too. My favorite was always, though, you know, Epcot with figments. <laughs> oh, <laughs> The yes. original one. That was another sign that uh, my brother is a great big bag of wuss, is going on the Epcot Center ride and him breaking down into tears because the ride went backwards. <laughs> I, nice. Granted, he was five at the time, but still. <laughs> All right. Well, I got a question. Let's let's turn this back because we've done yeah. we've done movies. We've talked about video games. We've done those. Does anybody have any like real life ghost experience stories? I have some. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Once when I was playing as a kid, I had little action figures. One of the one of the little Z bots. Laying on a shelf on its back, and yeah. I wasn't really paying attention. I was just kind of twirling my finger nearby it. Yeah. And, you know, my finger was several inches away from it, so I didn't touch it. No one else was in the room with me, but it just started spinning on its own. Yeah. No. We're up in the country, you know. One Halloween, hung out with some friends, you know, went back to her place, and her house way on the country, farmland and stuff like that, but near old Civil War battlefield. And it's now, you know, most of it's a park. Usually a good place for hunts. Yeah. But her backyard went down the woods into where the trenches were. Okay. So we just start walking around there and we're just, you know, we're hearing some weird stuff. We're like, we're hearing horses and we're like, there's no horses around here. There's a farm, but they don't have cattle. <laughs> they don't have horses. Yeah. But we're just here, like, Basically, horses randomly running up and down the trenches, and we start hearing, like, pops and stuff like that, like gunfire going off. And it just, you know, gets creepier and creepier as we're walking around, like, hearing, you know, like, people, like, you know, screaming in pain and stuff like that and just yelling. And then you hear, like, good God, what are these children doing out here? <laughs> Get them out of the out of the trenches now. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's just like, you know, you're hearing, like, all these weird sounds, like, the fucking Civil War is going on. Yeah. 
And it's just like, there's nobody out here. Like, you know, it's her house, a neighbor's house. You know, there's no speakers wired up there because we play in this area all the time. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. Um, I didn't believe in ghosts and supernatural shit until then. Because <laughs> I'm like, there's no explanation for this. Because, uh, yeah. Their neighbors don't have horses. They don't have horses. The farm doesn't have horses. Where the fuck are they coming from? And second of all, they just ran by us, and I didn't see a damn thing. <laughs> Time travel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rather creepy experience. Yeah. I, I don't really have anything myself. I mean, like, I've never really believed in it. Yeah. But my grandfather, actually, like, I was talking to my mom about it one time. My grandfather was... Um, before his family moved down to Virginia, had actually been like part of the whole uh, spiritualist kind of thing. Yeah. So they would they would move around the country and they had like you know seances and stuff like that apparently and um yeah I, I thought that was really interesting. I never got a chance to talk to him about it though because he died when I was young and nobody found out about it till later or like my parent like my mom knew but like nobody had ever talked to the kids about it. But I thought that was pretty interesting would have been very interesting to talk to them about yeah well the house that i lived in before i moved out here which had uh it was my wife's parents house and they just they let us keep the house when they moved out of it yeah Uh, she told me that when she was growing up that house was haunted and i could believe it i mean the house was over a hundred years old yeah and she told me it was a playful ghost you know it would like play with the kids in their their swings when you know they were little babies and stuff but yeah i could believe it of that house that house was creepy as hell when it's yeah. dark and you're alone yeah so i was like when uh when people talk about like ghosts like friendly ghosts versus like mal- malevolent ones because i always laugh like <laughs> there was a great uh rooster teeth moment um that i saw where they were talking about like you know, ghosts in your house, like, what would you do? And one of them was the idea that, like, if someone was turning the light on and you heard, like, a ghost behind you that was like, don't turn on the lights. You just oh, turn, oh, yeah. You put the light on and be like, what the fuck you say? <laughs> yeah, was, uh, they, they were telling <laughs> a story about, up? you know, the girl turned the lights off and she heard a voice saying, we don't like it in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> turn around, like, what the fuck you say? Yeah. <laughs> or you just put the light on the ghost that I told you not to turn it off, and then the lights turn off. And be like, really? Yeah. Turn it back on. It's like, my goddamn house, get out. <laughs> I paid the electric bill, not you. Deal it's with like, it. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm turning the lights off. Oh, they're off. Oh, I turned them back on. I'm going to turn them back off. Are you going to stop me? <laughs> you just fucking turn them on. It's like, you fuckers pay bills? Huh? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you go to ghost jobs you bring home ghost money so, and then you hear like maybe I do yeah. then give me Casper the friendly hundred dollar bill <laughs> you all start paying bills you can I'm sorry we only shit. have ghost money <laughs> we don't accept ghost money here you can't use job. our currency <laughs> well I mean if it's one of the Lego games like Lego Harry Potter then you can collect the ghost money <laughs> That, that was another thing, playing a game with my wife and her being such a completionist have to sit there and follow the ghost everywhere it went collecting the money. <laughs> Come on, honey, I want to play the game. No, I'm collecting money! <laughs> um, do you guys, have you guys ever watched any of, like, the haunted house TV shows? Yeah, yeah I was just about yeah. to bring that up. Cause, like, Jen loves them. Really? Yeah. Oh, I can't stand well, them. Well, some man. of them. Yeah. Some, some of them are really fake and annoying. Yeah. 
They had the one where it's like, like the, the douchebag <laughs> frat boy, like yeah. ghost adventures or something. Yeah. Come on. Come on and fight me, bro. Come on. <laughs> I'm out here. Do something. Move some shit. I always like it when they walk into a house and they're like, I'm getting a reading on what? The thing you bought from fucking Radio Shack? Like, <laughs> that doesn't even minor ghost, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, the I, one that um we actually watch is like, it deals with the Tennessee race chasers or whatever, but they're actually going to legit and like fucked up places for theirs. Versus yeah. like, this house is haunted. They're going, no, no, no. We're going to an old steel mill where they had a shit ton of people die. Yeah. And then they covered it up. And then even more people died and they covered it up. So people are like, hey, this place is haunted as hell. Nobody's gone, you know, really done anything with the place for 60 years now. We're going to walk around here. Or, hey, a lot of people, you know, died of a tuberculosis outbreak because they just sat there and locked them in these cages in this insane asylum. Yeah. There's, there's, there's I just like to imagine that whenever those crews like show up to places like that, like the ghosts are just like, "Yeah, we're not doing anything tonight. These fuckers aren't paying us. Yeah. They haven't no. paid us in ghost currency yet." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, dude, this is this will be so funny. We've got this ghost hunter crew coming in. Let's not do anything tonight. Just to fuck with them. That's how ghosts fuck with people. They don't haunt them. They don't haunt them." <laughs> I like that. Uh, I like that South Park episode where the ghost hunters go and then they keep peeing their pants. Yeah, that's basically. I think the TV was like Ghost Adventures or something yeah. like that. Oh God, there's something warm running down my leg. It's the ghost. No, you're just pissing yourself. Yeah, <laughs> all that that shit. Uh, that shit annoys me. I mean, like I get it as like if if it's TV that I just want to have in the background, just like chuckle at every now yeah. and then. But like I can't stand it when people get like really into that shit because like when they do the whole big fun the bigfoot hunting oh god and they're like oh my god we're gonna go out here and we're gonna get ourselves a bigfoot and it's like you're not gonna get shit because you've been looking out here for years and you ain't found shit because it ain't fucking real hey don't make fun <laughs> of bigfoot hunters those today are brave and intrepid <laughs> explorers yeah. seeking the unknown today we're gonna switch it up we're gonna go after the New Jersey devil we're out here in West Virginia so <laughs> like, wait you gotta go you gotta go Cole. you gotta go back a little bit yeah yeah yeah, yeah kind of need to go to Jersey for that missing one missing the state on that one yeah we're, we're hoping the Jersey Devils is lost as we are <laughs> yeah I always like that when they're like this this has got to be bigfoot hair you see this is coarse and it's brown and then you like you're watching the TV and it's like fucking grizzly bear hair like what do you think it is either that or you know someone's doing like at the campground i worked at and they're out there shaving their short curlies yeah (laughs) just some nasty hairy guy just rubbing himself (laughs) picking up smelling it tasting it so i look at it's bigfoot it's like no that's big dave's pubes is what that is Whenever you they do realize john is as hairy as a grizzly he likes to rub his back and chest up against trees yeah that's his chest hair Whenever they need hair. prop hair, they just shave the intern. <laughs> I, yeah, I always, I always think it's funny too, because like, yeah, I've, I've made comments to a couple people that really like that, and they're like, "Well, would you stay at that place?" Like, fuck no, I wouldn't stay at that place. I don't like staying at my own house after watching a horror movie. I'm fucking wuss. It's like, <laughs> would I stay at a house that had a tuberculosis outbreak? Probably not. A, I don't want TV, and two. I don't want to stay in a place where a bunch of people died. It doesn't seem like a nice place. The atmosphere is already ruined. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking me 
asking me if I want to sit there in State of the House where a guy actually sacrificed 32 people and buried them out back. Yeah. I, I'm not going to want to stay there because it's haunted. I'm not going to want to stay there because a psychopath murdered the shit out of people yeah. in that house. That's like people that buy those houses where, like, there's been a murder. You know, it's usually yeah. for, like, cheap. And they're like, yeah, I got this house for, like, really cheap. My reaction to that would be, like, no, and not because I'm afraid the fucking place is haunted, just because I don't want to wake up every morning and go, huh, look at that, this is the dining room where, you know, Bob shot, like, Linda. (laughs) And you just sit there looking at the wall as you're eating your cereal. If I shine a black light at this, how much blood am I going to see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, again, it ruins the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. It's okay when it's like, yeah, the guy went crazy and he killed somebody out in the woods. Yeah, I'll buy that house because you know what? He killed that son of a bitch out in the woods. That's fine. That's the I have woods. air conditioning in my TV and video games inside the house. Yeah. <laughs> I will avoid that section of the woods. I'm fine with that. I like the to freak people out, though, because... Uh, I tell them, I've actually got a body in my backyard. Oh, you have an old, like, family plot out there or something? I mean, no, not, like, family it, plot, but, like, someone buried somebody out there? Yeah, like yeah. an old gravestone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's funny, because I was talking about that at work. It's like, yeah, I've got a dead guy in my backyard. And one of my coworkers is like, oh, hey, can I come and visit them some weekend? You know, come hang out with your dead guy? Sure. Okay, fine. <laughs> He's, you know, just outside the fence in my backyard. Wait, you actually have a dead guy in your backyard? Yeah. I didn't know it when I bought the house. How do you go about that getting, re- like, can you, I mean, you can get that removed, right? Like, yeah, but it costs money. And, yeah. Well, he's yeah. not hurting anything out yeah, there. Yeah, 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 I know. It just seems like... I'm, you have like, to find out if there's any surviving relatives, too, and get their permission to move it. Do you have to? Really? Even though you own the property? Yeah. It's fat, man. Yeah. And <laughs> just call him up and be like, "Hey, are you relative like John Davis died in like 1882?" Guys, I, I actually I, is John. I do, yeah. I do believe I am. I have him on ancestry.com. It's like, "Well, would you come by? I just bought a house and your fucking great-grandfather <laughs> is just lying down back there and it's fucking bothering me, man." I want to put a pool in and his dead bodies in the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking weekend and Bernie's <laughs> <laughs> You fucking put a pool in anyway. You just drag the body out, sit him in a chair out there. It's like he's having a better life now. It's not much of a lawn ornament, but around Halloween, it's great. <laughs> no, no. Here, here's what you got to do. I'll build the pool, and just he'll be a decoration in the pool. I'll put a glass box around his body so that he's just there, right in the middle. Or you of just it. see the coffin too. Like, hey, swim down, visit James, or go on, or whatever. Your um, swim up bar. It's actually a glassed-in coffin. <laughs> no, I mean, the body was here when we built the pool, and we just said, fuck it, we'll just keep the body. Make it into a bar. <laughs> but yeah, I was just out walking around the plot one day, and Becca saw her, I was like, what is that? What's that white thing over there? Walk over there? Why, that's a gravestone. We have a dead guy in our backyard. You know, all before I moved out here, I kept joking about, you know, Killing people and needing more room in my backyard because I lived in the middle of town and didn't have a very big backyard. I needed plenty of property to hide bodies. <laughs> now I have a yard with plenty of acreage and I've already got a body started. So <laughs> I'm in luck. I had a uh, one summer, my mom had to work or something. I needed to go out and like do something while she was doing something else. And so she had, I, was, I must have been like 15 years old. 
she got me to work with this guy that was uh, surveying the graveyard at the church that we went to back in yeah. the day. So I had to like go out there and what I would do is you'd take this like long pole that had this like heavy thing at the top that you would just like drop down a couple of times until the pole went in mm -hmm. and you would literally walk to each headstone and then you would drop this thing to make sure there's a <laughs> casket in there. <laughs> that was a fun job because you'd just be like working and you'd just be like dun, 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 thunk. <laughs> like, we're gonna actually like duh, 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 thunk. <laughs> Try to pull it out and it gets stuck, stuck. on like a rib cage. Yeah, like, God damn it. Stuck on a femur again. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. That was I got a skull fun. this time. <laughs> but yeah, so we've got the got the headstone in our backyard, and thing is the ground in front of the headstone is kind of collapsed in. So we're like did they move the body already and just left the headstone? <laughs> or well, you got to no, you gotta get one of those uh, things and check it out. Go out there <laughs> with a dun, 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 boom. <laughs> and then you pull it out and you just hear like, ah, ah. <laughs> Asshole. Whoops. Well, I was sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I could just picture explaining that to my wife. Hey, Becca, we need to stop by the hardware store. I need a digging bar. Why? So I can test and see if we've still got a dead guy. <laughs> As one does. I would, uh, did, so you know, like, the old story about, like, uh, back in the day when they were, they were afraid that they would bury people alive, so they would attach the bell oh, to yeah. the thing? Dude, I think it'd be so funny if it was, like, modern day, because I need mean, you know, modern day, like, people don't, people don't care about their jobs much anymore. So, like, you'd have, like, the, the graveyard security guy that would just be sitting out there, and then you start hearing the bell start ringing. A guy would just walk <laughs> over there and cut it. <laughs> and jeez, man, I'm not trying to watch TV. God damn it! Made too much racket. Walk back in, like fuck. Well, no, now they have the cameras in caskets so that they can have a video screen in the tombstone, so you can see your loved one. Even that sounds death. fucking awful. I know. Who like, wants that? You, you come back in ten years, you're just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I just have, like, the have some random countdown clock that just puts up random numbers, and it's like, whenever this hits zero, something bad's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's my tombstone. That's why I don't want to be buried. Like, I want to, um, there's, uh, I was reading some book where they were talking about, like, uh, bodies now, and, like, how you, you know, different ways that you can get buried. Or, yeah. yeah. And one of the things is you can get your body uh, uh, freeze-dried. Um, essentially, like, So you, you want to get turned into jerky? Well, here's what's fun about it, is they can't, so there's rules governing all this, of course, because there's always fucking regulations right, with churches. dead bodies, and one of the things is you can, you can be frozen, essentially, like, uh, it's like dry ice, like, essentially you're, like, dry iced kind of thing, and they put you on a stainless steel slab, but they can't cut you and chop you up. So what they do is they take your fucking body that's, like, frozen and, like, dry iced or whatever, drop you on this fucking slab, and then they turn a vibration thing on on the slab so you just hit the sides and fall apart until you're, like, nothing on it. And then they pack you up and they put you underneath of a tree. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Like, man, that's a good way to die. I was going to say, freeze-dried, so they pack you up like a leftover? <laughs> Mm -mm. I want a piece of Ryan tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean me. It's all chewy. Yeah. I, I, Maybe a shallow grave out in the woods somewhere. I'm fine with that. 
just roll me off the back of the truck. <laughs> yeah. No. I, don't, I don't even need to be embalmed or any of that shit. No. No casket. Nothing. Yeah, my brother-in-law has specific areas. He wants his ashes scattered. Like, you know, there's a... He's a car guy, so there's a specific curve on the way up to Yosemite National Park. He wants part of his ashes tossed off of there. Wants, you know, part of him tossed, tossed off of, uh, you know, Highway 1, the coastal highway in California. I mean... It's illegal to do that, but who's going to catch you doing it? You're just going yeah. around the curve. Whoops! Part of him off out the window. All right, going out. And then the other thing too is like just, just put him in a Folgers can and just hold him out the window. That's <laughs> <laughs> like Big Lebowski. It. Yeah, it's like is that is that ash? Are you, are you dumping like dead people ash out here? It's like does it look like dead people ash? Like actually, it does. Well, it shouldn't because I mixed coffee in there. So. <laughs> It's like, maybe I didn't put enough. Really no, it's love just coffee. a cigarette can that I needed to dump. <laughs> no, man, it was my ashtray. <laughs> Cars still have those, right? Then, but you don't smoke. Your car doesn't smell like cigarettes. Why would you need to dump an ashtray? None of your business. <laughs> really, really strong air freshener. You're so hating my privacy, That's why sir. you buy a pack of smokes for it, and you're just like, I don't smoke, huh? Like <laughs> <laughs> jabbing it in dead people's ass, like you see, I smoke. <laughs> I'm in flavored country. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I had. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say something I'd heard of that was interesting is uh, what's called life gems. Wait, what? I don't know which one that was. I think we angered the spirits. There we I go. I have no idea. It's all back to normal now. Thankfully, you two are closer to any screens we have in here right now, so if something's going to be popping out of them, you guys are getting it first. I'm going up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we angered the spirits again. Is it mine? Is it my... Spooky. I have no idea. We have static. I mean, what the fuck? Did we piss off the guy that got put in an ashtray? Like, <laughs> what the or fuck is going on? Can. <laughs> oh, I found some guys that are talking, making fun of people that got put in Folgers cans. I don't like that. Gotta miss their podcast real quick. Are ghosts usually listening to podcasts? If so, I mean, we could really use the listener numbers. Yeah, seriously, yeah, ghosts, exactly. get on it. Like, like subscribe, and share. <laughs> Why not? If voter registration can have dead people, we can have dead people <laughs> boosting our listener numbers. Fucking guy in the 1500s is like, I'm listening to a podcast. His <laughs> wife is like, what's that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> we haven't even invented radio yet. <laughs> Man, we gotta start talking about phonographs to deal with, you know, that demographic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the big bopper. Yes. Rat Cholera outbreaks and stuff. I know what that is. <laughs> they placated me. Bye bye now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the life gems that I'd heard about those sounded kind of fun because you know you take the dead person and I guess you cremate them in a way so that their ashes actually become a diamond. Uh, yeah, you you cremate put... them because their ashes are basically nothing but carbon, and then you. Put it in something that compresses them down. Yeah. So under like, heat and pressure and it makes a gem. Yeah. So you could, you know, wear grandpa around your neck. It's the ugliest fucking diamond I've ever seen in my life. Shut and up, that's my grandfather. I'm sorry, but is there a tooth in there? <laughs> is there a tooth in the middle of that? 
Said, yes, I, there is. I swear it's to God, good. I just saw an eye in your necklace. <laughs> is your necklace haunted? No, it's just my grandfather. <laughs> well, and then, you know, if, like, your house gets robbed and someone steals your jewelry, you know, it's, it's not just, you know, they're stealing your jewelry. It's like, hey, can you bring Grandpa back? It's <laughs> so immediately the next day you hold a press conference and you're like, whoever stole my necklace, just know that's a dead man. <laughs> You're wearing it across your neck. It's like, I would very much like to have that return. It's like the next day there's like a thing that says, I don't want to be cursed on it. <laughs> I'm sorry, please don't curse me. <laughs> but yeah, um, the reason I had asked about the ghost show was there was one that I'd watched. I can't remember which one it was, but you know, they were doing the, the EVP session at one of these haunted Civil War battlefields or something. And... It went, do you know Robert E. Lee? They play back the recording. Do you know Robert E. Lee? Rah! I think that's a yes. Maybe he was just trying to say Robert E. Lee. It was a very angry yes. It just took a while for like, Robert E. Lee was a douchebag. (laughs) (laughs) So we should have waited. Yo, let me play this back in our computer recording software and edit it and, you know, filter it and everything. Maybe it'll come out sounding like Robert E. Lee. <laughs> Actually, just sounds like the Dukes of Hazard theme song. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it, it just sounded more like someone belched and they didn't record it. <laughs> um, it's like, do you know Robert E. Lee? Rah! And... They so interviewed another guy who was size monster. <laughs> they interviewed someone about the area, and he's like, "Yeah, I was walking through here one time, and you know, I heard what sounded like Darth Vader breathing." So they're haunted by Darth Vader, who fought on, you know, fought in the Civil War. <laughs> no, 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 not the Civil War. You gotta get this right: the Civil War. <laughs> you just gotta go Futurama War. with it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, the guy being interviewed was like. Yeah, we had someone exercise the spirit, but it was kind of a bummer. You know, I wish he'd come with us so we could party with him. I have you noticed too? Like, um, there's always like a uh, there's always like a haunted Civil War battlefield, but I feel like whenever there's like a like if you walk through like the Revolutionary like War battlefield, like no one's ever like then and and the, and the ghost of a red coat came after me. Like I never hear that, but I definitely hear a lot about like you know. The, the Civil War one. Well, to be fair, there's a hell of a lot more Civil War battlefields and a hell of a lot more people died in there. I'm not saying there's not. I'm just yeah. saying that, like, you know... Well, was, what about, yeah. like, the French and Indian War? You don't hear about any haunted battlefields from that. Come on, we built housing complexes above them. I mean, granted, you know, French and Indian War, Revolutionary War, Civil War, a lot of them kind of shared the same battlefields, I want to say. Yeah. This is probably true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of the Revolutionary War stuff is now in pretty much populated areas. Yeah. So, they should be haunted. By Redcoats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you live in this part of, you this area. Yeah, is your apartment complex haunted? <clears throat> no. I don't know, if I had a ghost with a British accent like that, that might be kind of cool. Yeah, so, well, so <laughs> no, kinda, it what, would just fuck with you on 4th of July all the time. What, what kind of hauntings <laughs> do you have? Oh, uh, sometimes when I wake up in the morning, it smells like tea. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of lot of tea going around. <laughs> Every 4th of July, I wake up to fuck you, Winker. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of Boston baked beans all the time. When I wake up. 
you know, anytime I try to make a sandwich, I turn around and it's become much smaller for their tea sandwiches. <laughs> I try to make tea and it always gets knocked out of my hand and I get yelled at because, well, son of a bitch, you threw it in the harbor. <laughs> no tea for you colonial bastards. <laughs> oh, man. Then on voting day, they always try to convince me I should vote for the king. <laughs> Return to the monarchy. Vote <laughs> Tory in the election. There are no Tories or Whigs anymore. Well, uh, we're about an hour and three minutes into this one, so I think we could probably call it on this one. All right. But this has been a lot of fun, too. So, again, please like, subscribe, and uh, share. Or we will haunt you. You'll smell tea in the morning. <laughs> Turn off <Yeah>. random lights. I <laughs> don't like it in the dark. <laughs> the fuck you say? <laughs> All right, everyone. Have a happy Halloween, man. <laughs>